G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi, it's Neil Johnson and welcome to today's 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. Remember, you can hear 2020 weekdays from 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. We're back now with renowned author and philosopher Dr. Vishal Mangalwadi, who has been in Australia addressing audiences on the topic of what would Australia look like without Christianity. Well, today we want to talk through issues of education in Western nations, but more specifically in Australian society, and importantly because it's a dominant issue in the federal election campaign. So often you'll hear opponents of the Christian church calling for a day when the church has no more influence in public policy and education. Almost as though if you take Christians out of the equation, there'll be all of a sudden some relief from oppression. Well, of course, these sentiments are quite ignorant of the fact that the education that created our modern nation, even in Australia, has been an initiative of the Christian church. Vishal Mangalwadi, welcome back to 2020. Thank you very much, Neil, for having me. Just tremendous to be able to get your insights in these things. Uh, Last time we were talking, we talked through issues of law. And you said to me, Neil, lawyers exist because of the Christian foundations we have in Australia. If we lose lawyers to being people who don't have a soul, who don't have an idea of justice under God, then they will purely be seeking after money. And there's part of a disintegration of Australian society that can permeate our whole culture. Today I'd love to talk to you about education because education is an area that I know you identify as an area that the church needs to work hard in to bring some transformation, to in fact take back some ground that's been lost. See, in 1917, the communists took over Russia and Russia was quite backward. The czars have looted Russia. And the communists realized that Western Europe was more developed compared to Eastern Europe, including Russia, and they thought that education was the difference, that Western Europe was literate and educated. The Orthodox Church and the Tsars in Russia had not invested money and energy and time and manpower in education. Therefore, the communist movement took education very seriously, and they invested heavily so much that uh, they made a whole ministry of liquidation of illiteracy, including during their civil war, they doubled, tripled the investment in education. So Russia did become an educated nation in terms of literacy, but its economy sank and was so completely destroyed that the communist USSR basically disintegrated, collapsed. Education doesn't equal development. That is what Western Europe is now learning. Western Europe still has the world's best education system. A lot of money is being invested in England, in Italy, in Greece, in Spain, in education, but their economy is sinking. Same thing is happening in North America. 
that America is basically bankrupt, although every government invests more and more money in education. So the point, not all kinds of education lead to national development. The education that created the modern world was invention of the church. It was a mission of the Protestant church. Now, the Roman Catholic Church actually invented the university. Uh, all the early universities in Europe were Roman Catholic, and um, thanks to them. But uh, during the before the Reformation, the university existed. It was an institution of the church for the church. Uh, but Protestant movement said everyone is priesthood of all believers. I mean, all the priests need to study the word of God, need to know truth, Therefore, everyone must be educated. Now, that was a very peculiar idea which came from Judaism. In India, for example, no carpenter, no shepherd, no brickmaker, no lawyer, no tent maker ever studied. For fishing or for milking cows, you don't need to study. Jews were the only exception, not even Greeks, not even Rome, Romans did, uh, did this, the Jews required everyone to study because God gave a written text to slaves who used to make bricks. And this text, Ten Commandments, was put into the heart of the nation in the holiest of holy. And God said, you must meditate upon it day and night. You must copy it. So you have to learn to read if God has given you a written text. You have to learn to read. You have to copy it, learn to write. Write it everywhere. Meditate upon it. Think about it. Cultivate your mind. Teach it. So Israel was a peculiar civilization in ancient world where everyone was required to read and write and meditate and teach. So once the Protestant movement turned back to the Bible and realized that every believer is a priest, it made education compulsory. Most of the rulers, aristocrats, nobility in Europe were illiterate at the time of the Reformation. So Martin Luther was the one who required, he wrote about 40, 50 page uh, letter to the nobility and, and merchants in Germany uh, requiring that, look, everyone has to be educated. Now, that was the movement uh, which created Australia, an educated nation, uh, compared to say Papua New Guinea or other countries that you have around you. But this was not secular education. This was an education which cultivated love for truth, for virtue, for character. It was Christian education which built families, which created an attitude that you must pay your taxes, that you must um, not bear false witness, you must not covet your neighbor's greed. So all of that is now destroyed by secularization of education. Vishal, here in Australia, you might not know what's happening politically, but there is a thrust in education called Better Schools, uh, where more and more money is being provided for our education system. Uh, but commentators tell me that they are concerned that there isn't the same Christian history in the curriculum that's being taught in schools uh, that actually gives these sorts of foundations that you are talking about. Where would the church go to bring about some sort of influence and change so that children grow up with these same Christian principles that you're saying actually bring wealth and prosperity to a nation? I have just um, initiated a movement to create an undergraduate curriculum 
which will be available online. So it will have it will be accredited university curriculum using experts from around the world. And any church will be able to hire an academic pastor who can sit with 10, 15 students and help them to go through a whole course, uh, university course, undergraduate studies. And this some of it could be used in senior high schools as well. So we have a global organization that has been formed uh, called Cache Church and Community-Based, Church-Centered and Community-Based Higher Education. And the attempt is to take back our Protestant heritage to turn every church into a center of disciple-makers uh, through education. You're discipling young, the next generation. So uh, online, you can go on to my website, uh, revelationmovement.com, uh, when the new version of it will be up in two, three days. And from there, you can get links to this other site. Vishal Mangalwadi mm-hmm. is our guest. He's in Australia to talk about what would Australia look like without Christianity. Uh, we'll come back and talk some more with a focus on education in just a short while. You're listening to the 2020 podcast on the Vision Radio Network. Well, we're back talking about a Christian perspective on education in Australia with renowned author and philosopher Dr. Vishal Mangalwadi who's visiting Australia addressing audiences on the topic of what would Australia look like without Christianity. Vishal, in our last segment we mentioned that in Australia our government is throwing more and more money at education, just like other developed Western nations in Europe and in the US. There does seem to be more than a little confusion as to why outlaying more and more money is not bearing fruit in the way that our national leaders are promising that it will. I think your government and leadership should go and watch Skyfall, the latest James Bond movie. (laughs) Uh, The movie is raising the question. The first question you should ask is, who is training the worst, most dangerous enemies of England? And the film says that Britain is training its worst enemies. They're not being trained in Pakistan or Saudi Arabia, but in England, in British universities, in the best training. And that's true of America. So secular education, secularized education can actually destroy and will destroy. So the big question in Skyfall, see, the villain, Silva and Bond, have exactly the same training. Both have been ill-treated by their government, just like parents do silly things with their kids. Our government does silly things to individual employees. Uh, Silva is out to take revenge and destroy the whole security system in Britain. Bond is repeatedly abused by Mother M, who is symbolizing the Queen Mother in that film. He is repeatedly mistreated, but he chooses to give his life again and again for the nation. And the film is saying that if England has to be saved from itself, from the finest products of its its educational institutions, then England has to go back to old values. So in the end, uh, Bond asks the mother to go to the chapel. That's where evil will be defeated. And she has to go through the Reformation tunnel. You have to look at the nation through the eyes of the Reformation because the modern nation state is a product 
of Protestant Reformation. So that's where evil is finally defeated and England is saved. So I have a review of this on YouTube, um, and a longer review is coming up shortly on our website, a review of James Bond. So what I'll say briefly uh, to your politicians is that they should learn from Britain because of the historic relationship that Australia has with England, that secularized education is what is destroying England. And you have to go back to your Christian origin. That is amazing. And I think I'm going to have to go and hire that movie, Skyfall, and uh, look for those uh, underlying messages that you're talking about. And I know and, that and many the, of our listeners will, will be appreciative of and that. And the new script writer they hired is a Christian, and he has been hired for the next two films as well. So Skyfall is like an allegory of what can happen to a nation if it forgets its roots, if it forgets its Christian foundations. Just a very powerful statement, that. And I think uh, there might be a rush to the, to the video library to, to get a hold of, of Skyfall. But you must w- see my review as well. Okay, Vishal Mengalwadi on YouTube to check out the James Bond review. Uh, Vishal, when we talk about education, we're talking about something that is underlying in the whole nation uh, where all of our lawyers, where our economists, where our future politicians and leaders, they will all come through our schools and our universities. So this is where a focus needs to happen for a change for the future. Absolutely. If Australia has to be reformed, The church has to take the responsibility of discipling the next generation, through which means take education back. All right. Education, one of those so important issues. When I think of, you know, those golden rules, uh, honesty is the best policy. You mentioned one uh, earlier in a conversation, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. These sorts of things are not academic level studies. These things are values that are caught. I guess those values are caught throughout the education system, throughout the local church, and throughout the family. I guess it's a a combination of all three that has to all gel together to really bring about change in society. Absolutely. Civilization is an organic development. So what God does is puts Ten Commandments into the heart of the nation— And then in the New Covenant, he's writing the Ten Commandments in our hearts because out of that grows everything else. Jesus summarizes the two commandments as love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself, which is doing unto them as we want them to do unto us. Love your neighbor as yourself. So, But this is what is destroyed. Love for God and love for neighbor is replaced by love for self. And that destroys capitalism, that destroys democracy, that destroys everything. Well, I think there would be Australians listening into our conversation now who can identify exactly what you're saying. Uh, The future of Australia is at a turning point in some respects. Some will say we've already lost a Christian foundation. Others are saying we are losing our Christian foundation and what can we do to maintain Christian roots uh, that bring these values into a society, that bring the sorts of prosperity and and success for a nation that you've been talking about. Uh, you're in Australia for a number of speaking engagements. I'll point people to the website www.whatgood.net.au for dates. Uh, a guest of Family Voice Australia, Vishal Mangalwadi, our guest, and just uh, great insights today. Thank you so much for being with us 
and I look forward to our next conversation. Well, thank you, Neil, for having me. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.